Nick and Richter podcast. How y'all doing today? We got Andrew over here. U of M kid. Same as myself. We're gonna bring you a whole wide variety of topics. Mainly Minnesota stuff. Anything from sports to to weather to uh, gopher tragedies to (laughs) fantasy sports. Pretty much all things that are good. <laughs> all good things. Alright, Rick, what are we talking about first today? Alright, well, the big news, David Kahn officially out, the Timberwolves announced, Flip Saunders is in. So, uh, what are your immediate thoughts of that? Uh, good move. Flip is a good guy. Mm-hmm. I know uh, I wanted him as a Gophers coach. Yeah, they uh, pulled the old bait and switch on that one. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with talk of his son not being able to join the crew there. Mm-hmm. I think that I think I don't think Flip really wanted to go for a job. I think he had the teal of his job in his eyes the whole time. Yeah, I think that's what went on there. Yeah, think, does he? Think does him he? and uh, old Norwood Teague played some old white folk there. <laughs> Does he does he have experience with GM? Cause I no. Was, is he hired with the Wolves he's, as GM? No, he's he's never been. I don't think he's had a front office job. He's done consulting. I know he consulted for McHale's teams back in the day when they were here. He he ha- so he hasn't been GM and before. did some consulting for Boston in the playoffs last year, but he's never been GM. Oh, so, but he was hired, I thought he was hired, so he was hired as president for the Wolves in 95. Really? Yeah. We're looking at his Wikipedia page now, and hired as president for the Wolves in 95. So, uh, he does have a little front offense. Some some experience experience here. But I actually, I heard on uh, good old 1500 today that, uh, that he, well, wasn't president, he was something else. Oh. So this could just be Wikipedia. So Wikipedia was wrong, but he was like GM. But he was in the front office. Yeah, he was right. in the front office. So he does have some front office experience with his guys. Yeah, and so then he went to the Pistons, and they were decent. Uh, 64 and 18 record, wow. So this guy could coach a little bit. Yeah, back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals, right? Yeah. With the Pistons. So, that was after they won the championship, right? Yep. Alright. And what did he do last year? He was with the Celtics? Yeah. What do those advisor roles involve? Do you know? I don't. I don't know if they involve. It's a good question. Like, is that just... I mean, that sounds like something I want to do. Just talk to the people about, about basketball. 
who knows? Who knows if they were just trying to get his opinion on a certain thing, or if it was for the whole future of the organization. Yeah, who knows? So, but anyways, he's back as president of basketball operations, which is a glorified I do everything that involves basketball, right? Yep. That's the name of the the pretty position. much running the Timberwolves. Nah. Pretty much running the show. So he but says I, Adelman's gonna be back, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, which is Scoobander here? Just so y'all, all be. you hundred listeners out there. <laughs> No, he is the you Timberwolves guy. Listeners. Richter over here is the Timberwolves guy. Got all the so Timberwolves scoop. He's the he's the guy that knows about this stuff. So I mean, so Adelman, what I mean, what's the deal? Is is he coming back because his wife's uh, better? Or? It's gonna all depend on his wife's health, whether she's done with the seizures and yeah, if she's healthy enough, then he's gonna be back coaching. Cause he wants to give this. Give it one good run with this group of guys that he's got in. So, so he's feeling a little better then, huh? Mm-hmm. Just got his thousand. Was it uh, his thousand, thousandth or nine hundredth win this year? I think it was his thousand, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, because they made a pretty big deal about it, didn't they? That's a big deal. Not many coaches yeah. have thousand wins in the NBA. Yeah, I mean. Pretty dang good for. Considered one of the best to never win a championship. Yeah, he's definitely one of the best Timberwolves coaches of all time. Yeah, I mean probably the best. I mean the in way, my mind. I, the one thing David Kahn did was get him some somehow. Yeah, he stumbled upon him and Ricky Rubio, but that's about it. And then you know <laughs> then, I'll never. I don't care what anyone says about him drafting. Syracuse at the four spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit about what anyone says about Johnny Flynn. And about the offense we ran, about all that crap, about how he wasn't made for... Bullshit. Stephen Curry is a stud, He's and he should have drafted much him. Much better than him. He proved it at Davidson. <laughs> he should have drafted him. Anyone you can't you miss on a shooter like that. You could have just watched the tournament and said, why the fuck did you draft Johnny Flynn? Yeah. Over I, Steph Curry. Yeah, it's it's mind, mind-boggling still to this day what he was thinking. And then in his post, uh, in his exit interview, he tries to throw the scouts under the bus for that pick. Yeah. So he's going out, going around doing all these interviews, talking about going to all these. He did one with K Fam. Did one with uh, guy David Kahn seems like a real stuck yeah. up, real full of himself. Got could a real you, big ego. Could you? Could you? I saw our boy. You should pull up a tweet from uh, Dana Wessel. Yeah, I saw our boy Dana Wessel. Of, the Target Center, because I chuckled <laughs> at that tweet during one of my classes. I saw our boy Dana Wessel tweet out the other day, too. Uh, Dana, if you're a listener, we're uh, big fans of your writing <laughs> and tweeting. Big fan of Wessel. Uh, so he tweets out, imagine if David Kahn actually won something. Actually squeaked into the eighth seed. <laughs> um, let's see here. I don't know where we're going to find it. Gonna have to bear with us here. Yeah. It's our first podcast. Tracking down this tweet. Um, it's down just a little bit more, I think. <clears throat> David Kahn, show of hands, and everyone <laughs> around. Yeah, I don't know where it's at. Go up. There's a sportive. Another good you podcast. It. Here, how about you find it? So, Twins are playing now. 
Wait, yeah, what's the score on the game? Do we got a score? Uh, I just saw Pedro Hernandez came out with five earned runs, so we're down five to seven in the seventh. That not 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 unusual. Who's pitching for us? Pedro Hernandez. This is first start for us. No, nope. here the Twins guy. You got the Twins. No, nope. he. Uh, this is probably his third or fourth. He. Uh, uh, his he pitched in in. Go ahead. Go ahead. He pitched in uh, in when the Baltimore series, and then we had all those freaking delays. Mm-hmm. So he didn't pitch until, like, last week. All right. So, but he's not bad. He's not bad from what I know. He's uh-huh. not good, but he's not bad. He gave up five earned today, so uh, that's what he is. How many innings? Um, so, let's see here. It's down. It's his line. I don't know right. why it's down there. I don't know. Anyways, right. we got the Wessel tweet up. We so tracked the Wessel tweet. Why don't you read down. that? It says, uh, tweeted a day ago. If the Wolves would have squeaked into the eighth seed, Khan, he as in Khan, would have stood at the top of the target center roof with a bullhorn doing the DX crotch chop. <laughs> and growing up watching wrestling, you know, that's hilarious. Yeah. Do you know anything about Degeneration X and uh, their aneurysms? <laughs> Good old David Khan. Anyway, he's gone. Flips in. Thank God. So praise. There is a God out there. This so why do you think Love's gonna do to? That? I mean, do you think he's gonna respond to Flip or what do you think? What's uh, your thought? Well, I mean, I think the biggest plus of the Flip hire is that his name is not David Kahn. I mean, that's it's gotta right. be the biggest plus. Fair enough. I mean, Flip's gonna be a wild card coming in either way because he's not real experienced in the front office. Yeah. Coach coming in. I don't know. Are there are there a lot of coaches that come into these GM jobs and do well? Do you know? I mean, can we think of a coach? I mean, can you think of one off the top of your head? I can't. The only. I mean, McHale's done some GM stuff and he yeah. didn't work out well with us. Well, but... Kevin McHale's got his own story in Minnesota. That's for another podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, Kevin McHale's another podcast. Yeah, Kevin McHale. He'll be in the Minnesota <laughs> Minnesota Sports Moments <laughs> podcast. So we'll, anyway, who's winning? We're so we're watching Knicks Boston here. Knicks got a solid twenty point lead on it. Looks like uh, Knicks will look like they're gonna close this area the Celtics. So what we're gonna try to do is try to record these things during uh, during live games and try to incorporate it a little bit to to the show here. Let's talk about the Eastern playoff standings right now. So Knicks probably advancing. Yeah, he, no one's beat on to the first round. LeBron got one MVP. One and two seeds move on. You see yeah, LeBron, LeBron got the MVP today. Did, he, did they announce it? Yeah. Basically, he yeah. had that in the bag. It was all but announced. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it's it could be a good series between New York, uh, New York Heat, but uh, the who's, X Factor. Who's uh, New York got to get through? Are they playing the winner of Indy? No, I think they played. Um, yeah, they do play Indiana. No, no. Do they, do they play the four? No, they play the three of the seven. No, three of the six. The one seed. The Heat are going to play the four or the five. Okay, so the yeah, so they'll play Indiana. Yeah, which I think you give them troubles. I mean, if you Paul George yeah. is the closest thing to LeBron James. Indiana other than LeBron is, a, James. is a very good team. So if anyone's going to stop Carmelo, it's going to be Paul George. Yeah, and if anyone's going to stop LeBron, it's going to be Paul George. Yeah, but either way, I think the. I think the Heat will get, get through it. The Heat will. Uh, maybe if the Thunder can get there and get Westbrook back on the court, they got Westbrook's a not coming back. 
He's out. I, for yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure he's out. What was? <clears throat> it looks like the the, the what, gates have opened. What did our heat. test come back from within 15 days this year? Was that a torn meniscus? Here's the thing. Yeah, it was. But Not the, as the bad. The difference as the is here's the thing. Uh, the difference is the the types of surgery they took out. So the, when the meniscus tears, apparently you can either take it out and go bone to bone, which is a shorter recovery. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. It's, but it hurts, it's hard, more, hurts more, and it's it's worse for like longevity. All right. And Westbrook had kind of the same which thing. Ron, I'm sure Ron Artest has no problem. Doing. Yeah. So Ron <laughs> Artest basically said, you know, I maybe have two years left in the league. Rip it out, and I'll just play through it, mm-hmm. and he can come back. I've heard some things about Ron Artest that he eats some weird <laughs> shit. Like some stuff, some stuff that people don't think is food, just to keep his body that healthy. That that does He's not a real surprise health, me. Health freak, that, apparently. That does not surprise <laughs> me one bit. So, anyways, Westbrook has kind of had the same thing, but they repaired his. So mm-hmm. now they need to let him heal, rather than just rip it all out. They repaired it, so he all needs right, to so heal. He's, so right. he's out for an extended period of time. Right. There's so a that difference. So he's not coming back. No, he's, right. he's done. So, so Spurs, Spurs are, are probably the best chance. I mean, Popovich. If you get Pop versus them, you may got a chance with the Spurs. Maybe if Duncan wants it bad enough to have one more. Tony yeah. Parker's playing some good Tony, basketball Tony, right now. Tony Parker's if a he damn, can control the game the Tony way Park, he has been. Tony Parker is a damn good Spurs player, basketball player, and he's one playing. of the most underrated basketball players of this generation. Well, I think, of this time period. Oh yeah. Well, that last he's time. always been overlooked. That last championship. Oh, Domit, RBI single. Joe Maurer. Domit. Oh, just dropped him on my fantasy Domit. baseball team. That's good to see him. <laughs> it's because of his eyes. He wasn't playing because Arcia was playing a lot more. Yeah, Arcia's been playing well. Yeah, hey, I like Arcia. He's, he's, he's a masher. So, got some pop in his bat. Joe Maurer, two for his, two for his last 28. Yeah, I saw he was in a 0 for 17 rut there for a while. That's very un-Joe-like. He's in a slump. But we wish him the best. Um, so the the Westbrook did no Tony Parker. Yeah. The last championship the Spurs won, they won it on Tony he Parker. He was Finals MVP. He won the he won yeah. the series for. Mm-hmm. I don't know who right they play in so. Who they play in that series? It for? was um, I'm pretty sure it was Cleveland and LeBron. Oh, I think it was LeBron swept uh, right. the Pistons. I think it was in the did he, against no, Flip. He I had think. the crazy fourth quarter overtime game. When you scored like their last thirty points, remember? was that that year? Yeah, I do that remember that. Year he got Cleveland. to the finals with Cleveland. Yeah, he he was averaging an absurd amount yeah. of points in the in that playoff. He, he yeah. was all they had that playoff. Yeah. Well, because he he literally was because the last because like what was the game five or four he scored that last thirty points. Uh-huh. In I quarter. think if I remember right, they swept the Eastern Conference Finals and then got swept by yeah. San that Antonio. might have been the case because Tony Parker just owned them. I mean, he yeah, they had no answer really at point guard. Yeah, he just LeBron. They were playing Booby Gibson. They were Gibson. a one-man team. They were playing Booby Gibson. At yeah, they Booby Gibson versus Tony Parker. That's not gonna fly. Yeah, Tim Duncan down low against um, who knows? Yeah, I mean Verjao. Verjao. Well, that was before Verjao. Duncan was still playing power forward back then too, wasn't he? <laughs> that was before Verjao got any good. Yeah, so the Cavs are bad. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Other than LeBron. Who is yeah. on a mission to go down as the greatest basketball player of all time? Right yeah, now. it. <laughs> well, he got his MVP, fourth MVP in the last five years. Kobe's only had one. It MVP, seems to be that they're unfortunately got robbed of one. It seems to opinion, be that they're only one. That uh, 
that their seas have parted for another championship. Yeah, I mean, look who look who's gotten hurt this year. No, Kobe goes down before the playoff. Yep. Rose still not back after being hurt. I saw over something today about how Rose was muscle memory loss or something. Muscle memory wasn't back, and that was contributing to him not coming back. Don't you just gotta play and get the muscle memory back? Isn't that? Hey, that'd be my guess. But I mean, that's kind of how Rubio went you know, about doing it. I'm also on the band. I'm also on the side that he just needs to sit out this year and just bag it. And yeah, I mean, you don't want to really risk his health. Yeah. But um, who and else? Muscle- David Lee went down, but he's, he's back, back now. All which of a is sudden, surprising. Some, some reason he's yeah. back. Um, oh, Jared Smith just. Smoke Jason Terry in the face again. <laughs> he got suspended for the other game for doing the exact same thing, didn't he? J.R. Smith? Yeah. I don't know. Has he been suspended? He got suspended from uh, game four. Oh, yeah, that's right. For that's hitting right. Jason Terry that's in the right. face. He, did he just do it again? Yeah, he just smoked him in the face. On, wow. It was definitely on purpose. All I don't right. know if he got it. He looks like he's still in the game. No, I don't think he's out there. Is that Shumpert with the ball? Yeah, that's Shumpert with the ball. Actually, that might be him, number six. No, that's Shumpert. No, yeah. He's in. So, but when the Knicks, if the Knicks ever no, match he's still up, in the game. if the Knicks ever match up against, uh, <clears throat> he's still in the game right now. But the Heat, the X factor will obviously be Jared Smith because he's always the X factor for the Knicks. I mean, that's the obvious answer. But also Raymond Felton. Yeah, I think he's one of the better point guards in the East right now. Raymond he, Felton's good. You know they have. You know what? They I'm have a roster go. that can take down the Heat I'm with go. Tyson Chandler, Jason Kidd, two guys who have done it with. With Dirk, who in my mind was at that time no better than Carmelo now. Yeah. I mean, you so, you just I think you just need Carmelo Anthony to buy it. He has buy been. into the defense. But he I has think been. he has been this year. I mean, they surrounded with some guys you know, like Tyson Chandler to get him to buy I didn't think Mike in. Woodson would be that good of a coach, but he's perfect. He's been for a them. good coach. He's about perfect for them. He surprised me. He lets the eggs be eggs, and he does it. <laughs> yep. So. And that's what you need with the Knicks. Right? That's what they got. They yeah, got Chandler, can, they got Smith, just, they got Carmelo, they got You're going to need someone to go out there and let them play. You can't pin them down and they in got their the, system. They got like the D'Antoni two, tried to do with them. They got the two Heat killers in uh, Kidd and T- Chandler. They've yep. already beat the Heat. They, they got Chandler. To, yep. And they got the veteran in Kidd. So, you never know. You never know. I but, mean, uh, it's they, got, be, they got some... If Carmelo can... Strap on that, strap on his boots and defend LeBron yeah. for however many games. And I think Shumpert can play good D on Dwayne Wade. Yeah. In my mind, Shumpert's a good defender. Yeah, Shumpert's really good. The X Factor, though, is, I think, is going to be Felton. Yeah. Ray Felton against yeah. Mario Chalmers at the point guard matchup. Yeah. And I think Felton, I'd take Felton right now. Mm hmm. He's playing well. And Parmalee, two, ding- two run dinger. Twins are up 6-5. More dingers, Twins. More dingers. Parmalee, that boy. We're on the road. I saw over the baggie uh, Parker Hagman. Hagman tweet out today his splits on Homan versus the road Parmalee's. Mm-hmm. 135 at home, 365 on the road. Wow. Yeah. So, and uh, slugging like a crazy percentage on the road. More, more, uh... Evidence to the fact that Target Field is not a hitter's park there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but that you shouldn't see that big of a disparity. Yeah, that's true. So, who knows? I don't know about Parmley. What do you think? We're going to move on to the Twins now. I mean, Chris, uh, we're kind of all over the map, but that's the way we go. 
yeah. where our thoughts That's go. That's the way this podcast yeah. is going to be. So you're going to have to Keep bear up. with us there. Yeah, um, yeah Parma, he's good. He's definitely not a long-term option. I mean, they're going to have... I mean, Buxton's coming up soon, right? And they got to see what they have in this Joe Benson kid. Cause he's been sitting down there as a first-round no, pick. No, Buxton will be a while. He's you still see? in low A. He's, he's playing he was in drafted Cedar Rapids. Last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw I've been seeing a lot of stuff on him lately. He <laughs> I've seen a few YouTube videos of him running around to first yeah. and third. He's quick Dude. I hear. Tom Kelly. Tom Kelly, baseball oh. guy Tom Kelly. Tom Kelly. America. Said he's the fastest guy he's ever seen. Wow. Fastest player he's ever seen. So take that with what you will and mm-hmm. but uh I yeah. don't know. Parmley I think I think he either needs to come on or they need to bag it with him and go with go in RCA. Uh, go in the RCA direction. Yeah. Garcia's been playing well, and I think we need to see what we got in him. And this is the year to really see what we got in our prospects. Because, I mean, I don't think... This year or next we're, year. Realisti- we're re- realistically aren't going to contend this year. No, no. So you might as well give so, the guys that you know, bats that are going to need it. If they're ready, if they don't, if they think they're ready, or if they don't, if we're not just going to shatter their confidence, then, yeah, we need to break them up and, and see what they're about. And message to Minnesota sports fans out there, what did Joe Maurer do to you? Yeah. It is an absolute yeah. disgrace yeah. to have Joe Maurer booed at Target That is, that is. An Think absolute about what he disgrace. Did. Do you remember how many, what was the year before Target Field? It's was, not his fault the Twins opened their checkbook for $20 million. Yeah. What was the year before, or the year when he signed? And everyone's going to say, oh, he's going to go to the Yankees. But yeah. what did he do? He signed with the Stayed Twins. Stayed home. He signed with the Twins. So and what's the beef? What's the beef, Minnesota? Gets paid more millions of dollars. He gets paid twenty million dollars, and he doesn't even hit ten twenty dingers. That's why Minnesotans are mad because it's the average baseball fans not knowing the importance of getting on base. base. His on base percentage is like four hundred, five hundred. Which, if you've seen the movie Moneyball, is one of the most important stats in baseball. Exactly. If you know anything about baseball, the importance (laughs) of not making an out is. I mean, just think about that. You, you only out. get three. You only get you only three, get three in an inning. inning. 27 a game. If you have a guy who, you know, gets on get base out. almost 50% of the time. Half the time. So he bats four times a game. He's on base two of those times. I I don't get it. But, um... He's having twins. This is the most Minnesota yeah, thing is, ever. You can't script that. No, <laughs> that shit's like... You can't even... I don't even know how to think about that. Oh, come on, so we're going to the game a uh, week from Saturday. 8th? The 8th, I think? Saturday night? Yep, Saturday night game against the Orioles. Well, so. We don't need a podcast that Yeah, Friday we could have to podcast that, about that, that game. Or after that game. That's uh, that's a week from tomorrow, I believe. That's coming yep, up quickly. It is. So Our I annual think, Mother's Day yeah. baseball game with yeah. our mom. Yeah. Why you guys? <laughs> you guys need to go see the twins play. Uh, that's what good old Kathy sounds like for the rest of you folks out there. That's our uh, voice we do, and we're referring to our mom. <laughs> She's quite the character. Who do the twins well, play that night? Orioles. Oh, that'll be a good game. Mm-hmm. The fighting Showalters. Yeah, the Orioles will be fun to see. Anyways, what else? You got anything else on the twins, Andrew? Not much on the Twins. Miguel Sano's being a oh, monster. Sano is amazing. Nah. 
We all know that he's he's pretty Hopefully, awesome. Hopefully, he'll be up in a couple of years. Suhan yes. said, Suhan at the trip said mm-hmm. he'd be up next year starting third baseman to start opening day. Kind of like Aaron Hicks did this yeah. year, right? <laughs> You know, I was listening. Hopefully, it goes better. Yeah, hopefully, you know, I was listening. Tom, the Tom Kelly was on uh, on fifteen hundred the other day, and he said, "You know, what's the one thing they were talking?" He said he was talking to a bunch of the guys, like mm-hmm. Smalley and Coomer, about Aaron Hicks. And yep. About the season, he's like, "So, they, Aaron Hicks came up, and he goes, you know, what's the one thing?'" He's like, "I really don't. I really hope he doesn't start like three for 30. That's what Tom Kelly said. Yeah, before He's like the, the season. One, yeah, mm. and that's and that's pretty. What much did what he go? Did. He went about that yeah, right. Two. He would have been lucky to go three for thirty. He yeah, was like he was two for twenty something. Two for twenty something. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Hopefully he can get on track. He's supposed to be the. Uh, staple of that outfield. But he's next. a rookie. I mean, he's, like Kelly say, was saying, he's a rookie rookie center fielder. A lot of come with it. He's yep. And, I mean, he's putting a lot in defensively. Yeah. I mean, in the ground, he's got but to he cover is... with the statue that is Willingham in left field and the yeah. statue and... that is Parmalee in right field. Yeah, it's not like he's <laughs> got uh, awesome guys in the corners to help him out. So he is doing... But he, I mean, every time you're thinking we should maybe, you know, think about moving him down, he makes a good play, he draws a few walks, mm-hmm. you know, he gets a triple the other day, a triple the other day. Yeah. So he's not, I mean, he's, he's starting to come around. Yeah, he's he's got to swing the bat a little bit more is what he's got to do. He's mm-hmm. he's a little patient. He's, he's really patient, which isn't bad all the time, but he needs to be a little more aggressive. Well... And Diamond's finally back. For the Diamond's Twins. back. He'll be. Yeah, I saw. Fine. I watched a little bit of the game the other day against the Tigers, and it looked like he was pitching well against them. So that's good news. Yeah, they need Diamond. They need uh, Devries. Will get back. He's not too terrible. Cole Devries. He throws the meat. He throws the soft toss in there, but he's not too terrible. Easiest dollar I ever made was betting fantasy Smurf, who hopefully, hopefully will join us a in a podcast. This podcast. Um, I bet him one dollar that he actually he proposed the bet. He bet me one dollar that Cole DeBreeze would be a 2013 All-Star. <laughs> Easiest dollar I'm gonna make in my life right now. <laughs> Cole DeBreeze as an Cole All-Star. Cole DeBreeze. Unreal. If you're listening to this co- podcast, there's a high probability you have no idea who Cole DeBreeze is. <laughs> There's a high possibility that no one knows who Cole DeBreeze is. Besides few minutes. Besides anyone who watched the Twins last <laughs> So, because everyone knows about that shit storm. <laughs> Anyways, so what do you got on uh, Gophers transfers, Richter? Um, what's the news? What's, well, the, great, what's the late and breaking news? Of course, I heard, Richard Pitino, from- who I think's going to be... He's gonna, he's gonna be the I guy, think he's huh? going to be the guy to bring right, us, bring like this to program that. to the next level. All right. I if there so, ever I'm was sorry. a if there ever was a guy, I mean, right? right. For Gopher basketball, if there ever the was luck a that we I'm sure a lot of you know about Gopher basketball. You know, yeah. The terrible luck we've had. If there ever is a guy, I think it's it's rich. You know, it's, it's in the rich, family. Rich, His Richie dad's Pacino. one of the greatest yeah, coaches. Rich, you know, I bet you he's got a horse. He talks to him, and he talks. Yeah. He's, he's going to win. I'd put a lot I, of money on that. Yeah, whoever right. Whoever's Rick Pitino's horses, <laughs> I'd put a lot of money on him because he's going to fucking win the race. Because the, That guy's doing something right. Yeah, the race, <laughs> the the years Rick Pitino's having is un, unreal. So, into yeah. the Hall of Fame, wins an NCAA title. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I don't know. I'm hearing good things about this guy, Richard. Yeah, I'm kind of buying in a little He's, bit. He's uh, supposed to be a great recruiter. Um, I saw a tweet that was uh, talking about one of the AAU coaches. I'm not sure which one, but he was asked about the uh, Gophers' chances of the big three recruits of the class of 2014 here in Minnesota. Tyus Jones, Rashad uh, Vaughn, and Reed Travis. And uh, he was asked about their chances of getting them, and he said, well, three months ago, they had zero chance of getting any three of them, and now any I combination is possible. is possible. I did. Did Gopherhold tweet that out? I think Gopherhold did tweet that out, yeah. now that you mentioned that. So, I mean, he's already, and it sounds like, I think they also, an ESPN guy, Insider, broke a story about us being the leader of Rashad Vaughn now. Oh, well, there you go. front runner. So. He'd be nice to have. He's uh, gonna be yeah probably he probably will be the greatest scorer to come out of Minnesota once oh, once he well, there comes you go you heard it first here I I'd, I'd say he is on the Nick and Rick podcast you heard it <laughs> first here Todd Bond NBA yes screams right. NBA he's, right. you know six he's a typical wing I mean you look at Ben McLemore this year he was probably got a good chance of being a top three pick all right. Athletic can shoot the ball. There you go. So we got any transfers coming? I saw a lot of talk about that. Uh, Gopherl tweeted out earlier. There's a point guard we've been pursuing called. Uh, I think his name is uh, Dre Matthew. But um, pull up Gopherl tweets here. Yeah, supposedly here. JUCO. He's got. I think yeah, Dre Matthew. He's got. He's uh, on a visit right now to the Gophers, and uh, apparently he was supposed to take a Memphis visit. After this visit, but now he's canceled it and he's on the visit right now. So maybe good things going going down with Richard, and he's. I saw a good old Richie Rich had a little get together for the alumni last night. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, so yeah. Who's, who all was there? there and Quincy and you know the whole crew. Tollickson, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Big doofus Tollickson. Yeah, Spencer Tollickson. Mm-hmm. So. Richard reaching out to the alumni. That's good. He's been doing good things, making making friends. He's a good. He's a smooth talker. So got that East Coast. Oh, accent. and and the Boston's close to nine all of a sudden here in a little nineteen to zero run. Wow. And Mello's hurt. What's going on here, Rick? Not sure. I haven't been paying too much attention. Who's at the line? Bradley. Avery Bradley, yeah. Oh, it's an eight-point game. Cut it to eight. Bradley's got one more free throw here. Wow, yeah. All of a sudden, we got a game here. So the Celtics thought they were going to go down after going down 3-0 and thought they were down after this game, and they're still not out. Yeah, Celtics still moving along here. You know, Kevin Garnett, one of the best guys to watch play basketball. Oh, he's fun to watch, isn't he? I mean, that. His nickname was the Big Ticket because I mean, Page he's worth same. the price of admission yeah, himself. Yeah, obviously watching here with the Wolves for so many years. Not to mention how good of good of an impact he makes on a team. I mean, yeah. this season was the first season the Wolves have had thirty plus wins without Kevin Garnett on the roster. Exactly. <laughs> so that just speaks volumes how successful he is as a player. Yeah. So who's who's this black this Memphis transfer? Oh yeah, so Tyreek Black uh, trans- 
transferring from Memphis. He's graduating, so he can transfer and be eligible to play right away. He's got one year of eligibility. It's, uh, supposedly, it's down between Duke really wants him. Apparently, Coach K is putting the full-court press on this kid, so oh, yeah? this could be the end of it soon. Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, it's between him, good old Richard, and Minnesota, and uh, Kansas, your boy Bill Self. Oh, Billy. So, Billy can get him. This it's not looking good right now, but he'd be a good get. You know, we need a big guy that's going to be able to run the floor and rebound, <laughs> which we don't have. I mean, Elliot Eliason. <laughs> oh our... boy, yeah. We'll have to preview the Gophers <laughs> season coming up here. We'll have a we'll have a Gophers preview for you when the season rolls big around. Cat Elliot Eliason. <laughs> yeah, big cat. Elliot. Good old big cat. What else we got going on? Anything exciting happened this week, Rick? Besides the weather out there? Oh, wow. Minnesota, huh? Showing you 70 degrees weather one day and snow the next morning. Yeah. Unbelievable. Quite ridiculous. Uh, and so, the, so did you watch any of the drafts, Rick? Um... I kept up with it a little bit, watched some of it, but uh So for for all you uh, thousands of listeners out there, we are uh Packers fans Weird. from Minnesota. Yeah. And uh I guess maybe I'll give you that story some other time. <laughs> but anyways, we're Packers fans. And uh living in the Vikings state obviously you get a lot of slack for that. But so the Packers ended up with uh they got our boy. Yeah, they got our boy Eddie Lacy. Getting Eddie Lacy in the second in the second round. In the second, and round. we actually traded back. I think five or six picks, if I remember right, mm-hmm. and still got him. So, so that was what we wanted. We we talked about that before. Yeah, Eddie pre-draft, Lacy he was, was our the, guy. He was the guy we really wanted to draft. I mean, just finally addressing that position. Yeah, we. That's, I like that. To we, get we, the yeah. to get the number one running back in the draft, in my opinion, yep. in the second round. I yep. mean, so we drafted another running back too, didn't we? Yeah, out of UCLA. I'm not sure how. UCLA running back so usually UC, decent. Yeah, I mean MJD. This UCLA yeah, kid. So, and, and he wasn't till the third is round. Ben's coming so. back. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything on that front in a while, but I know we could. were talking to him. Yeah, we so, could bring him back. I don't yeah. know. I mean, who else we got? We got Alex Green, who is hasn't shown anything. Yeah, ever. We thought he was going to be <laughs> decent a couple years ago, but he's just not um, not very good. Yeah, and then you got Coon, of course, the situational Coon, the fullback. Vikings had a good first round. Yeah, they uh, traded back into the first round to get a wide receiver. Yeah, and they threw out the smoke screen that is Manti Teo before the draft. Yeah, Vikings just always wanted Rick, Rick Spielman always play in the media. I thought the Vikings like. had a good draft. So. I thought so too. I mean, with they Patterson, got what many people thought was the best D tackle yep. in the draft, and they got a good corner. Uh huh. What they needed a good corner because because their, their corners are god awful. Yeah, well, I mean their best corner. Who back. was the they guy? Cut, they cut their best. Who was back. the guy who? Uh, they got their cornerback beat their wives or whatever. Who was the one? Griffin? Was that Griffin? Yeah, I think Cedric beat Griffin. Yeah, beat, yeah. My, I beat my wife. Yeah, I beat my wife. So they got to beat my wife. <laughs> Shouldn't have been standing there. Shouldn't have been standing there. I beat you. 
So they have... She fell down the stairs, that's all. She, I, I swear that she just fell down. Tita? Tita? Tita! So. Anyway. So, yeah, I didn't see the rest of their draft, but, uh... No, yeah. But as far as the rest of the NFC North goes, I mean, Bears took Howie Long's kid... Try to get some protection on the O-line for Jake Cutler. Do you see the picture of Jake Cutler today? I did not. What? <laughs> Let's hear about I it. I saw a picture on Twitter today of Jake Cutler. Oh, boy. Mel- feeding his bottle, his baby his bottle. Married to Kristen, uh, what's her name, right? From Laguna Beach? Maybe. That's who and, he married. And she was, she was holding the uh-huh. beer for him. Oh. He was drinking a beer while he was feeding his kid a bottle. Oh my god! Yeah, Jay Cutler. You know he's a prick, but probably I, I don't mind. probably duffering while he did it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind him. So he's he's a prick, but he's yeah, he's. Funny. I like. I kind of like how he sticks it to the media. I think it's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. His uh, post game interviews are always something to keep an eye on. <laughs> they are. They're, he keeps you on your toes, definitely. <clears throat> Well, who else did the Lions get anyone good? I mean, what do they got going on? I, you know, to be honest, I don't know what the Lions did in the draft. I, well, they had, who was uh, how many yards did what's his name had last year? Johnson? Did he get two thousand? Calvin? No, he fell short of two thousand, but he did break the record. Okay, so broke Jerry Rice's record. I mean, if you look, the NFC North just stacked with talent right now. I mean, if you just think about the position players on offense. You got the best quarterback, or one of the best quarterbacks in Aaron Rodgers. I'd say he's the best. Yep. Yep. Just because of his lethal combination of accuracy. He's the best. He's the best in the league. And then you got Adrian Peterson, who I think is without a doubt the best running back in the league. And then you have Calvin Johnson, who's the best running back. The best best receiver. So, good point. You got some good, talented teams in the NFC North. Got some very talented teams in the NFC. Brandon Marshall is an elite receiver. Brandon Marshall is yeah, as well. So, a little nice little fantasy football preview for you, folks. At one point, <laughs> our elder, our uh, you're sitting here with the champion of our league last year, right here. Richter won Richter. the league last year, so yeah. hoping did to build off that and Smurf? repeat. I did. I beat Fantasy Smurf. We know uh, Fantasy Smurf put some time into his fantasy football, but um. I, I put some time in myself this year and knocked him out. <laughs> Had to go. do it. Had to beat him. Had to do it. Fantasy Smurf always laying down the pain, always thinking he's the man. It's always good to beat the Fantasy Smurf. There's nothing better than a win over the Fantasy Smurf. Yep. He's getting ready now for the drafts. I'm like, I can't even look at that shit now. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's already reading stuff on next year. Yeah. Reading rankings. Oh, yeah, he's got his shit out. But all of I'll go out there and I'll look at the shit about a couple a week yeah. before the draft. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, I want that guy. I want yeah. that guy. You know. Now I of course tag some people along the way that you're keeping an eye yep. out for. Boston. There's um Chris Ivory keeping my out keeping my eye out he for him. Went to the traded, Giants, got traded to the Jets. Jets. So I think the Sean Green era is finally done there. Ivory. <laughs> I don't know if I reason good. You know, he's been locked up in the Saints so running in, back. Indiana won. Pacers did win. Yeah. So, so they're moving on, huh? That's, uh, that's so it's going to be them in heat. The heat, I believe. All and right. then, what's the other East series? 
It'll be Boston up by four with four nope. minutes left now, by the way. Or down by four, sorry. New York, uh, no, New Brooklyn. Oh, that's the 4-5. Brooklyn-Chicago is the 4-5. So they're going to be playing. Yeah, I think Chicago gets the better of them. I just think they've played with more energy the whole series. Yeah? Yeah. I've watched most of the games in that series, and I think, I just got a feeling Chicago's going to pull that out. Just with the freakish ways that they've gotten contribution out of Nate Robinson like this. Well, they had a lot of the flu last night. And, yeah, and they flew... And they still almost came back from a huge deficit on that game. I just got a feeling they're going to win. I, I don't trust the Nets either. I don't care for them. Yeah, I don't like uh, what's-his-nuts. I'm not a Darren. huge fan. I don't think... Yeah, I mean, he forced one of the greatest coaches to retire. Yeah. Forced Jerry Sloan to retire. Yeah. I don't like Darren Williams. I'm not a huge fan of Chris Humphries. Well, they got the best player in the league. Brooke Lopez right? either. Oh, yeah, Joe Johnson gets paid, yeah. got the biggest contract, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so they got the best player in the league. So they got that going for him. And they got uh, Sideshow Bob. Oh, yeah. Kirk Lopez. Oh, Sideshow Bob's brother. <laughs> what? Sideshow Bob's brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Sideshow Bob's brother, Kirk Lopez here. Uh. Rambo Stew just got a tweet out or something. I don't know. We got a four point game going on here. We yeah. under four minutes left here. Oh well. Fantasy Nick's sports. gonna run their patented pass it to Mello and see what happens offense here. Pass to Mello here. So uh, let's hear about your fantasy sports. I'm not in fantasy baseball this year. But, oh man, uh, fantasy baseball is but co host Nick is. Let's uh hear about his woes. I know how everyone likes to hear about other people's fantasy <laughs> So... Sports, but. His yeah. rants are usually funny, so uh, we'll hear about <laughs> well, anyways, fantasy baseball. So now Andrew, Andrew and Fantasy Smurf Luke <laughs> aren't in the Fantasy Baseball League anymore, and the guys were They bumped it, it up to a $100, $100 buy-in fee, and that's too steep, serious at the time. A little steep for, fa- for Fantasy Smurf, for Fantasy Baseball. So, But I'm in it. Uh, you know. Anyways, changed my name. That's big news. Spitball and Buckholtz. From, eh? from Kubals and Bits to Spitball and Buckholtz. Not Buckholtz, the usual suspects anymore. Because huh? Buckholtz was uh, accused of spitballing the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, Buckholtz, has, he's been amazing this year. He's got like a 1 ERA. He's 6-0. Like, he's been amazing for me. He's on my team. So I must be putting spit on the ball. That's right? my number one rule on naming fantasy teams. Is you, if you... Name a fantasy team after a player. It's got to be on your team. He has to be on your team. On your roster. If he's not on your roster, then like he, I, then he has to be retired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. got. That's kind of the rule, right? So, if he's not on your team, he's either got to be retired or maybe on the team you're playing that week, depending on the thing. But uh, if it's against him, maybe like yeah. if it's a but he's got to be on your team. I mean, that's just the yeah. rule. And I hate when people make the names that they're not on yeah, the team. Yeah, just because they saw someone they else the using name. it and thought it was funny. Exactly. Saw it so, online. So I got the, cl- the spitball and Buckholtz going on. Here's Buckholtz split. He's got an ERA of 1.01. He's got 47 Ks mm-hmm. and .96 whip with wow. six wins and zero losses. He's been dealing this and year. pitching well. But, uh, I don't know, this year's I've been a struggle. What's, what's your record? I am seven games out of first with right. 26 and 28 Top and two. four teams make the playoffs yeah. and you're a couple back. I'm in it. I mean, I'm in it. I, I'm 9-5 and five right now this week, so we're we're doing all right. 
I got. I went with pitching. Drafted a lot of pitching, which has been okay. Is that how you use the strategy you take to fantasy baseball? I take pitching and uh, home runs. That's my strategy. As many home runs as I can get, and as many innings as I can get. So that's my strategy. Because if you win innings, you can win at K's and you can win wins. And when you split up the categories. So those are for sure locks, and if you can win the home runs, you can usually win RBIs, usually win walks. Mm-hmm. So they usually go together. And runs are po- another good possibility. So Sterling Marte has got two dingers this week. That a baby. Picked him up off the waiver wire to start the year. Who's he play for? Pittsburgh? Pirates. He was a good pickup here. I always got to get a guy at the beginning of the year that I pick up. That's a stud. Of course. But that's one of my trademarks. I do it in every every fantasy sport. I always get a really good guy. Who is your guy this year, fantasy football? I can get one this year. Oh, yeah. That's why I suck. That's why I suck. If I have a good team, that's that's why. It's because I got a a good pickup to start the year. And I Um, rolled with him for the rest of the year. My BS meter is going off the charts here. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Avery Bradley's coming alive. alive. He had zero points and zero steals for the first three quarters. The sports guy, Bill Simmons, was was talking about how Avery Bradley's been non-existent this whole whole series. So maybe maybe Avery Bradley... Sports guy here. Sports guy here. What's that? We're going to do an episode of Richter's impersonations. We're going to get him to do that. So, and tell your friends, because when that episode comes along, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a doozy. Anyways, you got anything else for us, Rick? That was our first little podcast here. Yeah, I'm. I don't We're know if I've got much more to say. We don't want to waste we a lot of your. We know how we long know, podcasts. We freaking hate long podcasts. <laughs> it's one of our things that we hate. So, uh, so there's something nice to listen to when you're shooting the shit. <laughs> I guess. And you're stumbling upon random podcasts. Yeah. Maybe stumble upon ours. There Tell you your go. friends about us. The Nick and Rick podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.